I never meant to cause you any sorrow. Never meant to cause you any pain. I only want to see you one time laughing. I only want to see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. <laughs> Case file <What>? 18. <laughs> purple rain. Uh, goes out to Prince. Who we lost this week? Rest in peace, Prince. Yeah, we, I don't think we, we lost him. I just think he left. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He was abducted. Yeah, it's oh, possible. You know what? Maybe. Um, case file 18. Um, Wait a second. Wasn't he an alien in Men in Black? Weren't they? Remember when they're doing the scan of all the? Oh, maybe that's Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson. But, but if Michael Jackson was an alien, so yeah, was Prince. Prince. So 100%. is Prince. One hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Um. So case file 18. I don't know. UFO, UFO something. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. UFO, UFO Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. Um, so, yeah, we're big Prince fans here, so sad to see him go. As always, I'm Braden. I'm Zell. Andrew. And? Dan. 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 <laughs> Dan got a new mic, so hopefully he doesn't sound like Robotron anymore. Robotron. Yeah, I hope so. Better. Dan sounds know. good. I don't like Transformers. Yeah, well, still, you could have come up with better <laughs> with that. That's, I just made that one up off the top of my head. Robotron? Yeah. It's pretty original. <laughs> Fine. Um... Sounds like Bumblebee. Sounds oh, fucking shut up. <laughs> well, that's a Transformer yeah, there. So there you go. Shit. I like my Transformer name better. Starscream would have been better. Uh, Space News! There, There's a meteor shower right now, but chances are when you listen to this... It will be over. It will be over. Bummer. So, uh, that's really it for Space News. I had Space News... But just a disclaimer, I got a little drunk at band practice. Yeah, Zelly's, Zelly's a level eight drunk right now. It took him forever to set up the studio. And I got a couple of beers on hand, so we'll see what happens. Zelly's dicked. Um, so new stuff that's happened since the last podcast, we have our dedicated website. Uh, Aliantheorist.com. Aliantheorist.com. Uh, there's forums I like where this is going. It looks like it's... It's, it's not a, working that well at the moment yeah. because... Well, we're alien theorists, not website designers, and <laughs> like it, we're like, yeah, the website's up. Then the next day, he's like, none of this fucking shit works. I can't log in. No, no, no. Like some people can log in. That you put your fucking username and password or whatever, and some some people don't get the email for their password. Yeah. So like you're dicked. But you can still sign in as a guest, wow. just with your nickname and email address. Didn't one of the just only people the government throwing up internet roadblocks? No big deal. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. the only thread on there is like, doesn't it? Why do you guys suck? Or <laughs> what was it? Some <laughs> some idiot just fucking is plenty of theories about why that. Yeah, why. beacon us right off the start. Um, don't know who it was. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea. Who <laughs> the it was. comment has since been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so you can go on there, talk about case files. Um, we want to promote uh, upcoming case files where we can discuss theories and get fan theories and stuff on there. If you have any questions for us, direct them to the forums or ask us on Twitter as always or Facebook. Or, or yeah, the new aliantheorist at gmail.com is going to be the address we go to for the podcast from now on. Just so I don't... Yeah. I'm getting too... I get confused in the fucking media recording one. And yeah, there's too much going sometimes on. Sometimes I delete some. And then uh, shout out to Danica for giving us that idea. Right, Danica? Danica, and she also wants your Budweiser sweats. Yeah, I saw that. She, She's going to replace she, you she on the figured podcast. That I, she, could just re- she figured that Budweiser sweats are the key to hosting this podcast. That's all you need. Well, I would rather have you Budweiser sweats on right now than your short shorts. Short jeans. Man, they're jorts. Ah, he's not going to show up for this pod anyways. He's yeah. all Budweiser sweats. That's it. Yeah, That's true. 
So uh, um, shirts, I've ordered some shirts. They are um, however long it takes. They're coming from China, so when they get here. <laughs> cheap bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Only the best. Yeah, Only on the now. best. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, so UFOs. We're, we're going to talk today about uh, just famous UFO encounters. Uh, we've all kind of brought one to the table. Um, we'll start. If we don't get them to all, we'll save some for another time. That's just how we'll go. Uh, let's get uh, let's get the furthest alien theorist to start. So Dan, why don't you uh, the most knowledgeable? Yeah. Most kno- yeah. Hashtag, hashtag Dan, Dan, Dan knows. knows. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> um, oh man, that was I was so happy that people started asking you questions. So if you have any <laughs> questions, it doesn't have to be about aliens or anything. Just Dan. This Just started about anything. This started because someone on Twitter was like, "Does Dan know everything?" And I was like, "Yes." And then I told people to ask Dan any question they want, and he'll know the answer, which Dan was then answering. And anytime Dan answered a question, I would tag the picture of that Zoltan from the movie Big. Like the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I commented, that is the exact outfit I'm wearing right now yeah, you every time go- I do the podcast. You should, go, you should get that outfit made and for Halloween. It's <laughs> a good idea. I probably, probably wouldn't be too hard to find in Thailand. I think it was Zoltan, right? It's yeah, Zoltan. Zoltan. Yeah. Zoltan machine. Zoltan. Wait, I thought that was some dude where's my car. Zoltan. Yeah, Zoltan. Oh, Zoltan. Zoltan. Is it Zoltar? But it's the boss from Big. You know, yeah, the movie Big, what he wishes? Zoltar. It, or maybe Zoltan. it's Zoltan. Yeah, maybe it is Zoltar. I haven't no, seen no, Big. Zol- Zoltar. Zoltan. Yeah, Zoltan. Zoltan. Really yeah, so maybe it's Zoltar. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it, Either it way. was funny. Um, so, Dan, uh, what's uh, what's your first UFO story? Okay, okay. this is one of my personal favorites uh, from, uh, from at least like my early my early development as an alien theorist when I was a kid, teenager, going through all the uh, alien encounter books. Uh, this one is called the Kelly and Hopkinsville Encounter, and it's probably one of the more prominent alien encounters. If you look it up on the Internet, it's one of always at least the top ten. Um, on the evening of August 21st, 1955, um, in Christian County, Kentucky, Billy Ray Taylor was visiting uh, a friend of his uh, on the Elmer Sutton Farm. Uh these were the, the Suttons were the family that owned the farm. And, and at the time it was a family gathering. So it was Elmer Sutton, Sutton's brother and uh, their families and his mother were all there. So these were all witnesses to the, uh, to the occurrences that happened that night. Uh, about 7 PM, uh, Taylor, who was visiting the Sutton farm, went outside to get a bucket of water because they didn't have indoor plumbing at the time. Uh, again, this is 1955. Taylor sighted a disc-shaped object uh, uh, in the sky, and it was lit strangely and moving strangely. So he ran inside to tell everybody, but nobody believed him. So then they said about no more than an hour after he sighted that object, the Sutton's dog started barking outside and alerting the family that something was outside. So they, the men ran outside to see what the dog was barking at. And what they described seeing uh, were these three to four foot tall, uh, or at least one of them. It was one three to four foot tall humanoid, uh, humanoid. What? What? <laughs> oh, my God. 
they described it having somewhat of an oversized head, pointed ears like a bat's glowing eyes, and hands with uh, with talons at the end, and they glowed with a kind of a metallic sheen. Fucking chupacabra. Um, chupacabra. That's, that's chupacabra. So being your, your average, well, maybe not average, but any understandable reaction of a Kentucky backwoods family, they ran back inside to grab their guns. Two men came out with a 22 and a 12 gauge, and they said they took shots at the the creature, and they they didn't miss. They know they didn't miss because they said that they heard the the round strike the creature, and it made a kind of uh, they likened it to a sound of a bullet hitting the bottom of a metal bucket. Uh, the creature seemed to uh, fly backwards from the impact, and then darted back into the. The, uh, into the forest behind the behind the house, and when the men turned around, they saw another one on top of the awning that was above the porch of the house. Oh, terrifying! Oh, so, fucking acrobats! I hate that. So they took a shot at that one, and they ran back inside. I wonder if as they f- said they ran back inside. Uh, pretty much as soon as they ran back inside, they saw another one with gl- another set of glowing eyes peering in through one of the windows. Oh, and they took another God. shot at that one, damaging Fuck the screen that. that was in front of the window. That's, what? That's, that's terrifying. fucked up, man. Oh, my yep. goodness. I wonder if they, before they took that first shot, they are like, welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, did they... Some uh, nice tagline. Nice did they, uh, was there any, like, b- any blood left behind? Or like, how did they know they hit it besides the sound? Uh, beside the sound, they didn't report that there any sort of... Uh, blood or anything like that. So after they saw the the other one outside the window, the family decided to hole up inside their house. They they locked the doors and they kind of just uh, stayed inside, uh, listening to the sounds. They could hear the creatures like scratching along the walls oh, and on the fuck? roof and oh, things God. like this. It's give me shivers. And uh, and then a couple of more times that the the creatures were seen peering through the windows again and the men would shoot right so they were damaged they damaged the cabin uh and the windows that the creatures had been peering into so about 11 p.m the family decided to just said screw it we're out of here so they gathered up everybody they put them into two cars they drove to the uh, local sheriff's station and made the report to the sheriffs where they rounded up about 11 or 13 sheriffs to to go back to the house and investigate uh, their reports of these creatures. When they got there, at least one of the sheriffs uh, reported seeing a uh, glowing lights above the house before they got there. And then when they actually got there, the creatures were gone and they couldn't find any real evidence except for the, uh, where the Suttons had shot out the windows. They had saw, they saw the damage to the cabin. Um, They also recorded seeing a, uh, a strange glowing spot outside behind the house uh that was no, there was nothing else there so the sheriffs left uh as they couldn't find any evidence of anything left and the creatures weren't there but then the family reported that the creatures came back at about three three in the morning all over again i don't That's, know if these are aliens man. the last time they saw them was about dawn Wait, what was the date dawn, what, the creatures departed and and were gone what was the date uh, this was 1955. Do, do we have a so, month? Yeah, the month. Monday. August 21st, 1955. Okay. Oh, three. That was a, That's three in the morning, though. That that's was the that's, witching hour. That was Crowley, wasn't it? Something about three yeah. in the morning? That's which just the witching hour. That's when yeah. everybody gets possessed. That's when we're doing the Ouija board. board. That's when we're doing the Ouija board? Yeah. Fuck that. We'll have to do it three, three uh, Eastern. Take, 
Take so a note from fucking Elmer. Elmer and Taylor and all that. <laughs> fuck no. Maybe they were Ouija'ing it. You don't know. Man, oh, they, fuck. The they summoned some little fucking bat boy Dude, creatures. It's, it's, it's... That's a fucking, that's a good one, actually. That's terrifying. I like that one. Well, that's, it's oddly similar to like the description, like with the short, the, the gray stuff. Like we had Madison come on and tell us, like they saw a creature like that oh, in Atlanta, Georgia. I so. thought sure grays are supposed to be little gray dudes with big ass heads. Well, people no pointy say, ears, no claws. Well, I they don't fuck with sometimes those they say that they're like chupacabra. they're mistaken for yeah. the chupacabra. Oh, really? Right? That's more they like they look like. So, oh my god, I keep hearing that like that's, chupacabra song in my Dan, head. Dan, what's uh, what's the theory on that? Just unidentified creatures, or what? What anything more on that? Uh, they could have been. I'd say unidentified creatures. They did have the so they had all the pretty much marks of. Uh, your classic UFO sighting. They saw the UFO and it either landed and these creatures came out. Why they were there, um, that's anybody's guess as to why the creatures were there. But um, they took a shot at these creatures. And, and I mean, if they're <laughs> if these are interstellar beings from a different planet, I would sure that our weapons would be too primitive to hurt them or at least inconvenience them maybe. But uh I don't know why they stayed. Why the creatures would stay outside the house? I mean, that's anybody's theory as why they wouldn't just come in if they wanted something. Yeah, it's like thank God they haven't figured out doors, right? (laughs) It's like the Velociraptors and Jurassic Park. These guys had mercury poisoning or something like that. Yeah, went off the deep end, started shooting up their house. Yeah, some tells me they're super creepy. Each one of the Sutton family members, at least three of them, were interviewed, and uh, like three sketches were were drawn. Uh, by uh, one of the radio, one of the local radio technicians that came to uh, report on it, and they all look similar. They all look pretty much the same. Oh man, fuck that! Yeah, it's fucked up, man. So they saw something. These are all witnesses that saw something, or I mean, maybe just a case of bad moonshine. But <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, there's, it leaves like two options. It leaves option one: they all got fucked up together. And we're shooting up their house, hallucinating or some shit. Well, the sheriff's the sheriff's reported that none of the Sutton members seem to be under the influence of alcohol or any sort of drugs. I mean, the children saw it, all the family members saw it, so you can imagine all of them being really messed up. But so they shot at something. I mean, you wouldn't just shoot up your own house for no good reason. Did, Did anybody have any injuries or anything like that? Uh, I don't think anybody was injured or anybody was injured. Uh, <laughs> injuries. Injury. No injury to a <laughs> No person. injuries around. Uh, uh, Taylor, the one who was visiting the Sutton farm, uh, he said that one of the creatures, when they went outside, uh, actually tried to grab, like he felt its claws like <sighs> grab his hair as he ran outside. It reached down from the Ooh. awning yeah. and tried to grab his hair. Uh, at least some, do something. But uh, he said he lunged forward and he took a shot at that one that was on the roof also. Come to me, child. <laughs> Come to me. What are you doing in my waters, fool? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's fucked up. So, like, that leaves two options. Either they're fucking... They got the whole family into lying about this fucking story for press, shot up their house, which is, like, I mean... Plausible. plausible. You could say plausible. that. But it seems like, you know, to hold up that story and, like, get your kids involved, like, I don't know, it's pretty shady shit. Or these people legit... <laughs> Saw something that freaked them the fuck out, and they had to shoot at it because they were that scared. So I can, that's a fucking crazy one. I've never heard that one before. No, I haven't heard that either. That's fucking. That's, yeah, that's one of my favorite that, ones. It's really definitely cool. like a really creepy one that's 
really kind of, I mean, that would be terrifying. I can't imagine what you would go through that kind of thing. Oh, dude, me <laughs> neither. Kind of I fuck. We got hit by a school bus in Andrew's car the other day, oh, and fuck, I screamed terrible. like a girl when it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was honk. Yeah, that was my only reaction. That was fucking embarrassing. How did you get hit by a school bus? We don't I, want to talk about it. I got hit, and apparently it was one hundred percent my fault. Yeah, I, the most confusing thing to ever happen. School buses have one hundred percent right away. Yeah, apparently. even if they apparently. turn into you. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. He turned into me. He turned on to us. Fucking dicks. Yeah, he's fuck. Anyways, yeah. whatever. But. I couldn't imagine myself in that situation in a house. Oh, Jesus. Done. Getting clawed with aliens. <laughs> yeah. Like well, just it's been committed. real. Yeah. That's it. See ya. I've got this. Yeah, just super creepy, like, peering in. Like, they were looking in the windows. They said they were pounding on the roof. Like, they could hear them. And it's just, uh, I, like I don't know. Hey, it sounds like an <laughs> yeah, that's not, It sounds so different than most, like, encounters. I hate it. it. They that's try the worst one. Far oh, away dude, and... maybe it was just a pack of El Nasties, man. Yeah. Like some little uh, preteen El Nasties. What about what about the aliens? <laughs> I just want to you know abduct you and probe you and send you on yeah. your way. Like I'm you know I'm way down I'll, with I'll that. take that. <laughs> well, quick little probe. I still don't know why aliens would have to probe you, but why not? I guess why not? But you figure <laughs> there's if they're intermittent. <laughs> you know what inter- I'm saying? Inter- we get an, we catch an alien right now. We're probing it. Just um, real quick. Why not? Well, yeah, like, well, yeah, we gotta, we gotta pay him back. Just one finger, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if, we'll if you're happens. that advanced, if you're that advanced, why you gotta probe someone? Yeah, you think you, you, you gotta just scan them? Aids. Not worth it. Oh, it's like that fucking skit you showed me. That SNL skit. That so funny. There's an SNL skit called. Uh, do you remember what it's called? Uh, Close Encounters. Close Encounters. It's the and funniest they, fucking skit I've ever seen. So basically, the three people have have been. Just link it. Yeah, we'll link it. It's fucking hilarious. It's but it's kind of like what we're talking about. Two people have this really amazing encounter. And the third's like, well, I don't know what happened to you guys, but there was fucking 48 aliens just fucking fondled my <laughs> Y'all lined up and batted my boobs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> huh? It was real off-the-book stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there was one alien just peering out. He was the lookout. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, so who knows? Like, Yeah, I don't know why. To yeah, be honest, definitely no no probing in this one, but uh, nobody was taken up. But you know, luckily, I guess. Oh, dude, that's you no. Know these sound like the same fucking little little dick aliens who are putting uh, crop circles when they're not supposed to. Yeah, probably hooligans, man. Like, oh, you're not supposed to make contact, but you know, we're gonna throw down a couple crop circles. We're gonna fuck with some people. You know, we're gonna on, go. We're bang. gonna jump. We're gonna jump on their awning. <laughs> bang on the roof. Bang on the bit. roof. Yeah, that's totally unacceptable. You're only supposed to probe people. Yeah, yeah you should on. know better than that. Come on. It's some bullshit. Butt stuff only. Ethics, people. Mm, Inte- on, a little integrity. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. That's a fucking cool story. That is a fucking cool story. I never heard of it. That was terrifying. It's, yeah, I'm a little. Um, Dan, did you have a second one as well? Um, uh, that's that's my best one. We can go in another one if we have more time, but uh, I want to hear your guys' right. next. <laughs> Zelly, let's. Uh... No, I'm, I want to go last. I'm going to get really drunk before I tell it. And oh, we're going to see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? Man. You're already fucking wasted. Yeah, I got one. I got one beer left. Okay, well, Chuck. What well, you want me to tell? I can tell if you want. Yeah, tell it. Go next. So I have a feeling yours is more substance than mine. Okay, this is one of my favorite UFO stories. Just it's like it's considered the Canadian Roswell. How big it is. So it's a place called Shag Harbor, oh, Nova Scotia. I was Sco- hoping you were gonna say Brandon Mines. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian Roswell, right if in our you've, backyard. Uh, if you've been following since the start, we've talked about Brandon Mines, and we've never actually done anything about it. But Brandon Mines got a new front gate. And it's not that sinister anymore. No, they, it's not. They probably heard us talking about it and downgrading. Yeah, they're hiding it now. 
But anyways, okay. Shag okay, Harbor. Well, Shag Harbor. It says October 2nd. No, sorry. October 4th, 1967. I love this one because unlike Roswell, there was hundreds of witnesses. They all seen the same thing. And then there's another story that ties into it. So it starts off with the citizens of the Shag Harbor community. I think it was like, it was like a few hundred people only, but I think the whole town pretty much seen it. It was a UFO in the sky and it had like the reports go between anywhere between three and five like lights on it. And it was kind of like cylindrical, but also rectangular, like a weird kind of shape of craft. And it was floating in the sky and they kind of watched it and it descended into the, into the water like rapidly. So they thought it was a, at first everyone thought it was like a plane crash. So they called the authorities. They called the authorities and everyone went out to inspect it and they couldn't find any wreckage at all. Man, I got a little too drunk. I can't even remember what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Just so keep, it, keep pushing through. Right? I'm going to push through. I'm going to push through right to the end. It doesn't matter. So yeah, everyone's seen it. They thought it was a plane crash. They went to investigate. They brought the, what do you call them? Coast Guard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. The Coast Guard. The water guys, right? So they, yeah, they called the RCMP. Those are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. There you go. You are not from here. <laughs> and yes, they do wear red coats and striped pants. On special and occasions. Ride moose. On special occasions. On moose, yeah. No, 67, they may have still been wearing that kind of shit. I don't know. Yeah, you could very well be. Anyways. you right. So what happened? Okay, I missed a part of the story. This is good. So the cops, <laughs> so the cops are called and they went because it's a, it's a fishing village. So they went to all the local all the local fishermen that they knew and said, "Hey, there's a crash ship. We need you to take your boats out and go investigate." So a couple of dozen fishermen went out there. I think it was like a mile and a half offshore. And when they got to the site, all they could see was like this yellow, like foamy streak going out into the ocean, like deep ocean, and then disappeared. So they followed it all the way and it disappeared. They couldn't find any wreckage and they were like, what's the word? Flabbergasted. Oh, Ooh, that's, a, that's a great that's a word. Good Is that a good word? <laughs> pull out your hat. They were flabbergasted. They couldn't figure out what it was. There was no plane crash. Easy. So, okay. This is the guy. Officer Ron Pond. Ron oh, Pond? <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to say any names because it's such an old story. I wasn't going to say anything. But Ron Pond, he, this guy's awesome. He he also seen the lights before, before he actually... They were called. The police were called. He's seen. <laughs> oh, there's a fucking oh. plane crash, eh? We, we, who are you going to call? A fucking giant call, yellow line into yeah. the water. You, you didn't call Ron Pond. We better get sure. fucking Ron Pond out here. Yeah. <laughs> Investigate. <But>. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse but. me, Mr. Pond, if you're not too busy. <laughs> you All right. Taking your boat out. Ron Pond investigations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ron oh, Pond. No. That's oh, a yeah. great it's Ron pond. pond too deep. So he's seen he's seen the UFO before he was actually called, so he was already aware of it. And he his uh, recollection was it was about sixty feet in length, and yeah, it was I think it was five. He's but seen, he's a fisherman, and we all know how those. No, he's an RCMP officer. Oh, is oh, oh, is officer, oh, oh officer officer Ron pond. officer pond officer pond Holy officer Ron fuck. pond <laughs> officer <laughs> officer Ron pond reported for duty. Oh, okay. Well, you got it. This so they super Canadian. And it's I'm funny because we're we're trying to do Canadian accents. No, I can't. We kind of already have them. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have we have them. Kind you do to boot it. Yeah, I think Braden has the biggest Canadian accent on the, when I listen back. I'd say so. Oh, really? I, Andrew, maybe second. Really? 
You're giving yourself third place. I'm going with Dan as my I'm first. In, as I'm in, oh yeah, yeah. Dan's got the yeah. Dan's got the Canadian accent. accent. You How? can't you can't hear it that well over the over the Skype, but yeah, it's thick. It's really thick. <laughs> Skype tunes it out. Turn it down, Dan. Yeah, come on. Okay, so Officer Ron Pond. Ron Pond. He's he, on the case. Officer Ron Pond. Ron Pond and his buddies. They go around all the fishermen. They round them up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you snorting over there? I can't help it, man. It's just Ron honestly, Pond. Ron Pond is such. I almost don't believe this story anymore because I'm like a Canadian story, and the guy's fucking name is Ron Pond. Well, like, what, what are you gonna do, Constable Ron? What Pond. are you gonna Constable do, Constable Ron Pond? You're gonna call Ron Pond in Shag Harbor, Nova Scotia. <laughs> when was this dated? Sixty-seven. Oh, oh fuck! I wonder if he's still alive. You, you know, he had long ass hair too. Yeah, he's, no, he didn't. He's, he's He's a fucking Mountie. Oh, probably not shaved. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> probably played a lot of shitty. No. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I lost I lost where Love I was. Love the fucking shit. I lost shit. where okay, I was. I'll tell you. I'll r- run it back for yeah, you. Back shit happened. Crash Ron ocean. Pond. Ron Pond's fucking on the case. <laughs> Ron Pond fucking lights out. Game over. Ron Pond is the champ. He yep. rounds up the whole fucking town. They get their fishing boats. They go out a mile and a half to sea. <laughs> All they can find... <laughs> Who the fuck's out there calling people? It's Ron Pond. It must be serious. He's not fucking calling people. He's banging on your door. Get the fuck up. It's 11 p.m. It's a national night. hero. You God know who the fuck hero. I am. Get the fuck out here. You know who the fuck I am? I'm Ron Pond. Oh, <laughs> dear. Ron Pond's at the door. Oh, it must be serious, dear. Get my coat. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Oh, fuck. You're fucking ruining it. Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. You're, ruining, you're ruining the fucking best sorry. UFO no, no. story of all time. It We're is, the sober ones. It already oh, yeah. is the best fucking story I've ever heard. Ron all right, where Pond. was I? Constable Ron Pond <laughs> banging door to door, fucking trying to drum up support. <laughs> he's he's, he's on banging. a quest to find. So he, let's say, like, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm going to make them up. He banged on 48 doors. He yeah. got 20 fishermen to come out at 11.30 p.m. at night. They go out a mile and a half offshore. They check out where they thought this plane would have hey, crashed. To be honest, if Ron Pond's out there, he only knocked on 20 doors, got 20 guys. 100%. He only needed 20. He needed Nobody 20 guys. No he knocked on 20 doors. He got, he got 20, 20 guys. guys. Yeah. He actually got 30 guys. 30, 10, yeah, 10 more called, but you know they what? They called Ron Pond. They're like, yeah. 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 Ron, Ron, <laughs> Ron Pond's come. He's come up the street. He's not even knocking on the door. Just fucking leave and go get in your boat because we're going out to sea. Yeah. He yeah. says so. Anyways, so we go, they go out to where they think this plane would have, they thought it was a plane this time because it just like suddenly descended into the ocean like a fucking mayday like crashed he's instantly elevated to commander pond no, as, soon as, comm- the, as soon as they're on the waters commander pond is that the highest admiral pond admiral, admiral pond. pond he's now admiral because he's on the yeah. water he's admiral pond now yeah he's on the front of the boat right yeah, well fuck yeah on like the george bow. washington yeah is that right dan george washington Wait, yeah, like George Washington yeah, across the Delaware. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, they're, they're tracking the yellow foam. So they go out there. All they find is like this yellow foam leading out to sea and then disappears under the... <laughs> oh, that's a beer rip right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, dis- it disappears under the... And under the oh, it looks like fucking piss, eh? <laughs> it's fucked. I don't know what it's looking like. I'm, th- I'm picturing that... What was that stuff in the first um, Gears of War... That like yellow, oh, the swarm or whatever Are you talking uh, about. It was like when you went. Oh, under... I know what you're talking about. The the glowing, the glowing yellow shit. Yellow you... stuff. Yeah, what was it fucking called? I forgot. I forgot what it was fucking called. Like the luminous or whatever. Yeah. It was. So there's some so... sort of luminous yellow trail, lighting the way for Ron Pond. And all of a sudden, these fucking subterranean alien race pop. No. <laughs> that's just. Oh, that's just. <laughs> <Sorry, you're good. laughs> First words out of Ron Pond's mouth. Well, fucking welcome to Earth, eh? Yeah, fuck uh, 
We got Tibbies. Hope you brought your hockey sticks. This is going to be the longest podcast ever because I'm not even. I'm just getting through the story now. What? So they get out there. The yeah. yellow shit's there. Yeah. From the shit from game from Gears of War. Whatever. They can't find any wreckage, so they call off the search because there's no wreckage found. And in the morning, they have the, I think it's called the Royal Canadian Navy. Yeah. Their divers go out to where they thought it was, and they dive down. Which is probably Ron Pond. He's no, that's yeah. fucking Danny Prue. Danny Prue. Yeah. Danny Prue and, and Ron Pond. Danny Prue and Ron Pond are leading this investigation. So they dive down. Can't remember if it was, it was deep. Ron Pond is just a renaissance deep. man, right? Fuck yeah. Ron Pond, he jumped in. He had no regulator, no yeah. mask. Just hold his, just reason, his breath. I think of Ron just Pond. Like, flannel yeah. shirt and yeah. jeans. Yeah. Flannel sh- no, not even flannel shirt. He had a jean jacket, jean shirt, Fuck and yeah. jean pants. The Canadian tuxedo. Oh, he's the Canadian yeah. Sherlock Holmes, yeah. obviously. He fucking dove down by himself. There was no other fucking divers there. <laughs> Canadian Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Ron Pond. <laughs> he needs a Watson. This is unbelievable. You guys... This is oh, all right, it's not Purple Rain anymore. Okay, it's the Ron right, Paul right. podcast. All right. So, anyways, they got di- they get divers down there, led by Ron Paul. Ron Paul. <laughs> Ron Pod. Ron Pod. Whatever. AKA Ron Paul. Canadian Sherlock. Canadian yeah. Sherlock. Whatever you want to call him. They find shit. We, they of find, course. They find nothing. They find nothing. Oh, absolutely nothing. They didn't find anything. They didn't find fucking anything. I don't believe it. Ron Paul would have found something. They find fucking anything. Nothing at all. October sixth, two days after. The official story was there was no there was they ruled out all other explanations no aircraft no boats no meteor there was nothing to be found and that and then the story kind of died back then like in sixty seven it kind of died they're like it's a UFO we don't know what it was and they never found anything it didn't die it lived on in the heart of Ron Pond I'll tell you that much Ron Pond he probably drove him mad I bet he died right trying to figure this out it was like thirty years later. Ron Pond, he uh, he found these guys named uh, Chris Styles and Don. Ledger. Are you telling me Ron Pond was on the case for, for 30, thirty years? Fuck yeah, he, he was. was dead set. That Did that? Su- does Ron that surprise Pond. you at all? It's no, fucking Ron it's Pond. Ron Pond, Canadian Sherlock. Come I, on, let's go. No mystery. Allegedly, he was on the case for thirty years. Yeah, Fuck yeah. do your own research. That guy's a national hero. Yeah, he found these two guys, Chris Styles and Don Ledger. They're from some Styles. They're from some like, UFO investigation. But she had bad community. hair. Yeah, probably. And they and they found hair. this retired Canadian general or Admiral, or wherever the fuck he was in the Navy there. And he says that during that same time, the Navy... Fuck, what's this place called? Oh, shit. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, the same place. The same place at the same time. There's like a... It's not just a Canadian. I think it's like a Nor, like a, either NORAD or American installation. It's a submarine detection center on Nova Scotia. Like the, It covers the whole Atlantic, pretty much. And during that same time, just after the these people seen this... UFO submerged itself on sonar. This base found this UFO that it kind of like followed the coast of Nova Scotia up and stopped like just a couple kilometers out to sea from this base that was, I guess it's probably from World War II for for, uh, submarines, submarine detection for North America. And it sat there for like three or four days. And after three or four days, it was joined by another object, another ship of the same size. And then for two weeks, it just sat outside of this naval base naval installation base and just sat there and then it kind of went out to sea <laughs> took off and left after it was like two weeks it just sat there is this is this pretty much off the coast of canada this base then 
It's on Nova Scotia. Okay, so because my first question was, it's out there for two weeks. Why the fuck didn't we send anything out there? We probably couldn't round up our submarines out of West Edmonton Mall fast enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get out there. <laughs> okay, it was there for two weeks. It's on the it's on the coast, and they had the the three destroyers. They were out there over oh, top yeah. of it. But you can't get down there. Yeah, yeah. we only have two submarines, and they're both Ron in the Pong fucking biggest. Yeah. They're both in the biggest mall in the world, or something like shit. Yeah. So they don't actually go to sea. They're like, well, can we ship them over on the Trans Canada? <laughs> take two. This is. Not feasible. But at the same time, during the during this, like, the Russians actually had a uh, submarine that came into Canadian waters to witness this because they no one knew what it was. Yeah. So it was witnessing it too. So it was too. like a joint effort. It was a kind of a joint effort because we're just kind of mon- it just sat there, and the theory is that the first UFO may have crashed or may have been faulty and went underwater to wait for backup, and that second one came two weeks. Maybe it fixed it or who knows what. Yeah. And then they both took off together, left the ocean, and flew away at like incredible speeds like most ufos do crazy fucking real so it took like 45 minutes to tell that story but that was i learned much about it. a new canadian hero fuck yeah ron pond he is constable ron pond cracks the admiral case ron pond 30 years later that's fucking only insane. admiral ron pond when he's on the ocean yeah, yeah. Right. on he's land on the he's just constable disclaimer these guys are making up he didn't he was not on 30 years what some of these other fucking two guys whatever there was fucking chris was. styles Don Ledger. These guys are the ones who fucking cracked. It was like 1991. They'd be yeah, nothing without Ron Pond. Who do you think set them on the case? be nothing without Ron Pond. Ron yeah. Pond's right. Okay, I'm just going to say something before I, forget, before I forget how to speak. This is a really cool story because there's, it's really well documented. The initial recounts were like, you, they were military, they were government, and they were like private sector. Everyone had like accounts of this. Yeah. It wasn't like a Roswell. Like There was like two guys oh, maybe who did it. That was that, wild. Honestly, though. It's just a great fucking story. It's a great story. With the great Canadian names and your perfect level of drunkness. Yeah, just like, it. honestly, it's the best UFO Canadian story. Canadian to heard. a T. Hmm? It's perfect. No? Oh Did Rompon proud. I tell you, it. Oh, it turned uh, off. We had to retell it. You're lying. You're fucking you're lying. Fucking lying. Ah, I've been watching for that box. Ah, 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 it didn't turn off this time. Prick. Ron, I was like, man, no problem. Retell. I got a million more Rompon jokes. <laughs> I was just holding good. back. <laughs> oh, my God. The guys that well, how what are we running for time here? We well, got, uh, we got at least two more 35? stories. Yeah, about thirty-five minutes. Okay, okay well, fucking, two more my story sucks compared to all. I these know. Ones. Now like, that I heard Ron Pond, I'm like, I told you oh, I want to go last. I want to get drunk and tell the story, but you guys maybe go now. So. Why well, no? Because I was like, I I didn't think his story was. You know what? Maybe I'll just tell. Maybe I'll tell you another one. Yeah. Ron at Pond. The end. Uh, no, I'll make one up. Okay, good. But as long as it includes Ron Pond, it doesn't have Ron Pond. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Well, funny you guys ask because. My uh, my UFO story is the Belgian UFO wave. Uh, these are sightings of triangle UFOs in Belgium, which lasted from Belgium. the 29th of November, 1989, to April, 1990. And uh, the one man that unites us all together. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. The first name to pop up, Ron Pond. <laughs> what? Was was 80, you said 89? Yeah. So he's, he's, he's still on the trail of the fucking Shag Harbor incident. Yeah, yeah. So he finds himself in Belgium now. Now he's, yeah, he's in the Netherlands. Belgium. Yeah. In fucking Belgium. Right? He's like the fucking Jason Bourne of the fucking that he's era. The, uh, he he's the Canadian uh, Agent Mulder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, oh exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Ron Pond. Fucking Ron Pond. Um, so this one, man, this one's like, I wish I had cool fucking Belgian names and stuff for this one. But, Doing uh, your best Belgian accent. I don't even really know what Belgian Neither sounds like. Isn't isn't Goldmember Belgian? No, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. I love gold. gold. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what for for Belgian. Okay, so anyway, I'll just I'll go over this. Sorry, this is, it's bumming me out now. So I'm just gonna pretend Ron pa- Ron Pond was here. Fuck yeah, he was. He's everywhere. Um, <laughs> so basically, this one's crazy because it's reoccurring <laughs> reoccurring triangular lights in low altitude. It's it's documented by the military, documented by people, like news channels, radar. Like there's so much stuff to corroborate this story. Um, it and it's it's not that old. Um, cited by an estimated thirteen thousand people, twenty six hundred whom filed written statements in detail. Right, so like all of which corroborate were, were, this story. Were interviewed by, um, like newspapers and, and such. No, and, that's not. Uh oh, by Ron Pond. By Ron Pond. He <laughs> solicit just you know what he door to door, banging on doors, door to door, and they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" He's like, "I'm fucking Ron Pond." He ba- he <laughs> Tell ba- me what happened. He, he banged on twenty doors. He got fifteen thousand responses. Yeah, yeah. Straight, so. he's like Canadian Chuck Norris, basically. You don't fuck Ron with Ron Pond. Paul. No, Ron Pond. <laughs> I can't see Ron Paul. Um, Who's Ron Paul? Why do I keep saying that? RuPaul. Ru- RuPaul or Ron Paul isn't he the isn't oh, he's, he's a like a ru- Republican I think yeah it's like something, for, that's something I heard somewhere I know um, RuPaul is a fucking drag queen, drag queen yeah yeah gold dust oh yeah Ooh, pretty much yeah. same same guy pretty much all right um so the Belgian Air Force also released reports detailing the events um so basically um I'll talk about one here uh one because they happen so many times there's like throughout that time. November 29th to April 1990. Uh, just so many sightings. So I'll talk about uh, one here. The lights were reported to be brighter than stars, changing colors between red, green, and yellow, and appeared to be fixed at verticals of an equilateral triangle. At this point, Glion's, Glion's, Glion? Sorry, Glion's CRC requested ah, better the Wavera... Yeah, I agree. Oh, I can't pronounce these words because they're Belgium. Just say but Ron anyways, Paul. Yeah, Ron Paul requested that patrol sent was sent out <laughs> old ron paul called up they're like uh sorry ron paul you don't got ron, ron pond you don't got jurisdiction here he goes the fuck i do the fuck i don't yeah he put up both his fists he goes these are my jurisdictions right here fucking drop them bud yeah you want a fucking scrap bud and they're like oh you know what this guy means business we're on it fuck yeah <laughs> I fucking jerseyed the guy. <laughs> Jerseyed. Then he went out. Fucking gave him a dart. Yes. <laughs> There's a fucking Molson Canadian and a fucking dart for you. Get some patrols out there to figure out what's going on. I can't be doing this all myself. So, anyways, someone Irish there. Yeah, for a, a little second. bit. Well, you know, Canadian, a little Irish. Well, if we're on East Coast, uh, East Coast he's yeah. actually, he's, he's, he's a little, newfie, he's a, he's a newfie. newfie then. Yeah, yeah. Newfie. He's a little bit Well, Irish, fucking so. get on there to fucking bombardier and yeah. let's go hunt down some aliens. So, <laughs> so basically Ron Pond sent a patrol to confirm the sightings. Uh, 10 minutes later, a second set of lights was sighted moving towards the first triangle. Um, by 1130, they had confirmed the initial sightings and it had been observed and the CRC, which is like their military... Um, it's like their military establishment had observed the phenomenon on radar. So this is the Belgian Air Force base. That's legit. Confirming it. Uh, during this time, the second set of lights performed erratic maneuvers, had also formed themselves into smaller triangles. After tracking the targets and after receiving a second radar confirmation from the tower center control 
at uh, Simmerzake, I think. Uh, Ron Ron Pond gave the order to scramble two F sixteens. Uh, so he's just like, you know, he's like, oh, we need the fucking big guns. You guys, what are, what was our our fucking what was our fighter jets the Canadians had? The Avro? The Avro. He's like, you guys got any Avros? And they're like, no, we only got F-16. Bunch of fucking, fucking hosers. Fucking send them. <laughs> and so uh, they sent out two F-16s before midnight. Uh, throughout this time, the phenomenon was still clearly visible from the ground, with witnesses describing the whole formation as maintaining their relative positions while moving slowly across the sky. Witnesses also reported two dimmer lights towards the municipality of... Oh, fuck, these are hard words. I'm going to fucking butcher it. Municipality of Higizi. Higizi? One more time. One more time. Higizi. One more time. (laughs) Okay, let me get a spell this for you. E G H E Z E E. Higizi. 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 It's the small, it's it's like the little Italy Italy of Belgium, I guess. Belgium. You keep Belgium. calling it Belgian. It's Belgium. Belgium. I don't fucking know. Man, go for a waffle. I go for a waffle right I'm now. I'm drunk by me fucking too. osmosis Man, here. Just too close to him. He touched me. Now I'm drunk too. <laughs> uh, witnesses. So you got clammy feet. Uh, they're sweaty. Buddy, you should work out with this guy. Everything oh, this guy fucking touches. I'm he like Slimer it. from Ghostbusters. It's Slimer. It's horrible. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, I'm sweaty. I'm a sweaty individual. What can oh, I say? You're wearing a fucking long sleeve, like fucking fleece shirt right now. Yeah, I know, but he's got no tarp on there. It's got to zip down. I'm about to fucking the get chest naked hair in just here. flying. Uh, either way, so Igizi, there's two. Igizi, Igizi, there's two lights Take it Igizi, yeah. Forget uh, about. Over it. the next hour, two scrambled F-16s at the request of Ron Pond attempt <laughs> nine separate interceptions of the targets, and Ron Pond's like, "You get him." <laughs> They fucking cracked the window. No! <laughs> Try again! <laughs> What's oh. happening? I don't even what know what the fuck tonight? you're talking about. Get your feet out of here. So, uh, over the next hour, they scrambled two F-16s. Nine times they tried to intercept the targets. Three occasions, they managed to obtain radar lock for a few seconds, but each time the target changed positions and speed so rapidly that the lock was broken. During the first radar lock, the target is clocked, accelerating from 240 kilometers an hour to over 1,770 kilometers an hour, while changing altitude from 2,700 meters to 1,500 meters, then up to 3,350 meters before descending to almost ground level. Hey, Ron Pond, what's the G-force on that? It's fucking wicked fast. Oh, that's fucking erratic. (laughs) Get the breathalyzer. Um... Like, it's fucking insane. So, like, this is the Belgian Belgium fucking Air Force let this information out. That they've locked, they locked these things, and they're just like, for the second they locked them, they were just like, oh, fuck, evasive maneuvers. These things are making evasive maneuvers to get out of radar lock. Like it's, so it's, it's fucking crazy. The first ascent of more than 900 meters taking less than two seconds. Similar mo- maneuvers were observed during both subsequent radar locks and on on no occasion were the f-16 pilots able to make visual contact with the targets and at no point despite the speeds involved were there any indications of a sonic boom i'm gonna tell you something right now i have really hard times with g-force yeah i would just pass out oh me too i'd be dead you know who wouldn't 
Ron Pond. Ron Pond. Pond. He's probably fucking holding on to the fucking F-16. I can't go upside down on a fucking roller coaster. I get too much blood in my head. Really? I don't know why. Is that recently? Maybe it's concussions. I honestly, I honestly take it back to the Boston Pizza Sucky when this <sighs> happened to me. Why do you got to fucking bring that up? People don't know about yeah. it on this podcast. Yeah. Let's not bring that up. There was yeah. a time at Boston Pizza. Ryan where got fucking smoked by a lizard I got, man. I got killed by a Yeah, he was the a most terrifying yeah. human being. He was a reptilian. Yeah, 100%. And he unleashed all his strength to the back of my skull. And I woke up a couple minutes later. All you wanted were your fucking smoky, smoky mountain. No, no, no. He wanted to murder that guy. He was plotting his murder the entire time. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was. Anyways. That's different. That's a whole other story. Um, so the Belgium wave. So this happened on like numerous occasions, like days. Days, months go by. These things keep coming back, and they just track them. They get them on radar lock. They fucking peace out. People see them. They're documented by the Air Force. But the weird thing is they can always get them like people on the ground can see them, but the F-16s could never get close enough to see them. They could only get them ever on radar lock. So it's like they knew. Knew they were there. They knew, they were, they knew where they were there, so they are moving away from the F-16s. But at the same time, people on the ground are corroborating the story. So you know there was something there because there's that many people who saw them, and the F-16s picked up something. Now, we can't say the F-16s for sure saw anything because they say they didn't visibly see it, but they locked on something. And disappeared. And it disappeared at high speeds and rapid change of elevations that we are still not capable of doing. So, um, basically, it, it's crazy because form like now they 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 pretty much just swept it under the rug. Like now they're just like, no, it's nothing. Like don't worry about it. They, nothing happened. It all like, died with Ron Pond. Yeah, I wonder if Ron Pond's still alive. We should find out. I doubt it. 67, he would have been like... What if he was a rookie cop back then? He was a 20-year-old little fucking gaffer? Yeah, rookie cop. And this is what hardened him. He was like, this case, I'll figure this out. But, um, so yeah, the Belgian Belgian wave, Belgian wave is, uh, definitely look it up. It's fucking crazy. It's so well documented. There's pictures and, um... And Ron Pond, he was definitely there. Yeah, if you look in the background of the videos, just search because I'm sure you might, you might see Ron Pond, but... Um, basically like what, what they say now, like what they say to disprove it, they're just like, Oh, it's just mass hysteria because the news outlets and shit were reporting this, that people just started seeing like, it was like mass delusion and like shit like that. And, um, they, they talk about, uh, yeah, they say there's numerous natural and man-made objects, which especially seen at night can take unusual characteristics in the minds of hopeful viewers and the UFO reports, in turn, add to the added to the mass excitement, which encourages still more observers to watch for UFOs. The situation uh, feeds upon itself until such time as the media l- lost interest in the subject, and then it runs out of steam. So they're like, they're just like, yeah, it was just everyone's crazy. So they're saying like, the whatever twenty five hundred people that made reports all were just just mass hysteria, like. And then just a bunch of crazy fucking Belgians. But like the thing you can't dispute is that that the fucking Air Force locked on something. There was something. They scrambled it. They got it on a radar lock. They got it doing erratic movements. But it's fucking crazy. 
I'm glad I could interject a little Ron Paul into that because it would have been fucking super boring. Oh, after. You're just telling the truth. You don't have to interject. He was just there. Yeah, you were telling the truth. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to let out too much because I don't. You know. Well, no one really knows the story about about Ron Pond except for us now. So, well, and whoever's listening to this, but this is new. We're spreading this is the new story. material to the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's the Belgian wave. Um, I mean, we could probably go into more detail on that one another time. No, yeah, we we may just do a. Like that's that's pretty crazy because, well documented and multiple times, like thousands of times. Yeah, like so it's like it's hard to dispute that. Um, what do you got for us, Andrew? Um, I got the Phoenix Lights, which is kind of uninspiring after all this madness that everybody's been. Well, talking I know about. I know Ron Pond was there. Well, obviously. Wait, what? What? Dan, can you believe this? That Ron. Pond... <laughs> Are you sure you didn't miss something in your reports? <laughs> was Ron Pond not there? <laughs> Ron Pond wasn't there. Wait, <laughs> he was right beside Elmer. <laughs> Who? Which? Which officer? Ron which... Pond was one of the was one of the sheriffs that reported. <laughs> 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 he was the first on the scene, eh? It's <clears throat> wild, but yeah, no, I had the the Phoenix Lights, um, basically, which consisted of in 1997 was the first event, which like a giant V appeared over northern Arizona and gradually traveled south over nearly the entire length of the state, eventually passing south of Tucson, was the apparent wedge-shaped object reported by then-governor Ron Pond and many others. Um, So basically, everybody looked in the sky and saw a giant V and uh, were very concerned about it. There's a lot of theories that come along with it. Like the big thing is the fact that like the the Air Force and all that deny having anything to do with it. They say they had nothing to do with this. They don't know what it was. But uh, there was an amateur astronomer who looked at it with his telescope and said that he could see that it was a bunch of little planes connected. It wasn't just one giant plane. Multiple craft flying yeah, in formation. Cra- well, he said it looked like planes, but that's that's what he was able to see. He's the only one that can witness that. Other than him, no one else has an ex- explanation for the first event. That's fucking. So the first event, no one. No explain. Ex- no explanation. First it's... event, but seen by how, how many people? Seen that? Like, this is like the whole state of Phoenix, wasn't it? Like, a... uh, no, not or this Ari- one I guess wasn't. The state of is Arizona is the state. Phoenix yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. This one wasn't as widespread as the others. The other ones got way more media attention. Like the farther along, like because it happened how many times? Uh three times. Three, three main times. The three times that I know of from my research, but uh, the second event was, I believe, in two thousand and eight. The second event was the set of nine lights appearing to hover over the city of Phoenix at around ten p.m. The second event was more thoroughly covered by the media due in part to the numerous video images taken of the lights. This was also observed by numerous people who have thought they were seeing the same lights as they were reported earlier. So the 1997, uh, but this one actually does have an explanation from the U S air force. Uh, they basically explained that the air force had uh, slow falling, long burning L U U dash two B slash B illumination flares dropped by a flight of four A-10 Warhog crafts on a training exercise. So, you know, if you want to believe that, you can. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one because... 
right. It's a pretty good explanation. Yeah, well, it makes light. sense. And, right. and like, and the, you if you want to go on YouTube, you can show like they'll show actual testing. You know what I mean? And it looks mm-hmm. the exact same as the pictures that they're releasing too. And then the third one happened on April twenty second, two thousand and eight, and it's basically the same idea with the V shape with all the lights. But somebody actually came out and was like, "Yeah, I hosed all you guys." Actually, you know what? He didn't come out. Ron Pond fucking busted his ass. And he was like, <laughs> you, gotta, you need to tell the truth, young he man. Fucking, he pulled off his fucking mask and saw it was the groundskeeper Willie and fucking busted him. <laughs> <laughs> groundskeeper Willie? Yeah, buddy. Like Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> oh, it was old man McTuckin. <laughs> Son, you need to do the right thing. Yeah, fucking right. Ron Pond fucking, he told that fucker. So what did he say? Like, how did he say he was doing it? Uh, basically, what he said was let me find out where i wrote it down um so one of the things that tipped people off are air traffic controllers reported that nothing showed up on the radar yeah so basically what he did was connect flares to a bunch of balloons oh really and let them fly up yeah yeah which is pretty clever yeah so he must have Tied the balloons in a pattern in like the V pattern. I guess it's pretty elaborate. If you could, if you use like a, if you use some balsa wood or something, like yeah. made like a little V shape. Yeah, and, tied well, and the and the lights were consistent with the length of time that a flare would be lit for, and like they slowly yeah like, fade out. out. It was like fifteen to twenty minutes. You know what I mean? So, and this could very well have happened the first time, even though this guy denies doing it the first time. So yeah, the ninety-seven event. You know, it's one of those. It's uh, it's one of those ones where, you know, is it is is that a hoax the whole time or is that someone? You know? I'm a hater. I I, I believe it. I I think, I think that, that's a hoax too. I fully hundred slices hoax. I think yeah. Phoenix slices the hoax. Phoenix hype is what it should be called. You want all the hundreds of thousands of people who witnessed and. Yeah, because the the reports aren't there. So for that are, one. are you Negative. telling me, Zelly, that you don't? You don't believe Ron Pond? Are you denying the fact that Ron Pond got to the bottom of this well, case? Well, I, I feel like by this time in Ron, in his uh, Ron Pond's uh, life, may have been bought out. Never. Not oh, a fucking are you, chance. Are you, at, are you questioning the Ron Pond's integrity? Of fucking Ron Pond? Of Ma- Constable? Boys, money Admiral? To- money, Ron Pond? money talks. Money he, talks. And Ron oh. Pond, he was legit for the first 20, 30 years of his life. And near the end, he's like, you know what? I got I to gotta get my family. I got to secure my family. Gotta I got to get a few retire. fucking bombardiers. I got to uh, I gotta take this money from whoever's fucking given to me and tell them, uh, don't <laughs> put people off. You know, the CIA came in. They're like, this, this fucking Canadian cop, he's the fucking on to us. And every fucking UFO <laughs> incident in the world in yeah. the last 35 years, he's going to do something about him. He's a fucking, you know what he is? The Canadian fucking Sherlock, he is. Fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> and they tip him off. <laughs> Damn straight he is. <laughs> Now he's fucking living in the woods up in Alberta. You don't live in the woods in Alberta. Fuck that. Don't ever say Ron Pond's living in Alberta. Fuck Alberta. You know why he's living Better in Better than that. You know why he's living in Alberta. Ron Paul's probably on Mars right now. Ron Pond. Ron Paul's. Okay. Yeah. I keep I keep seeing Ron Paul because I was watching this fucking video of Ron Paul. He's like some yeah, he is a, some He's a governor or politician. something. Yeah, he there was a video of him talking about he's like, a, alien, con- uh, aliens or something. Representative. Yeah. He's a US representative of Congress. So, Dan, do you have, like, we should find out, do you guys have any, like, American heroes like Ron Pond, or is America just kind of, like, just heroless? <laughs> do you have American heroes like Ron Pond, the man who jumped into the, 
the ocean and his jean jacket and jean. Yeah, he swam. Jean... He swam 400 feet below the surface of the yeah. of the ocean to look for these on UFOs. a single breath. On a yeah. single breath. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. You know why? Because a... why not, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking aliens. Oh man, that's like like honestly. Oh, Dan, you got one more. You had one more story, yeah. Please tell me. Ron, um, is Ron Pondin? I got oh. at least. I got at least one more uh, that's pretty famous. Uh, yeah, let's do have one you guys more. ever seen the 1993 film Fire in the Sky? No. Fire in the sky. It's a deep purple. Song, no, you guys right? never seen that movie? No. I don't think okay. So. Well, that movie was based on events from night uh, from November 5th, 1975. Uh, there is a an 18 year old Travis Walton was working on a logging crew in the Apache Sitgreaves National Forest of Arizona. When his team went to head home for the night, uh, they said that they saw a bright light over an upcoming hill. As the men approached the light, they saw an actual silvery disc hovering above a clearing. Uh, it was around, they said about eight feet, uh, 2.4 meters high and six, six meters in diameter. The men stopped their vehicle and Walton jumped out to run towards it to see get a closer view. As he ran towards the craft, they said it started making loud noises and that a bluish like beam of light shot out and struck Travis, uh, the one who had ran out to get a closer look. They said he was propelled through the air and his arms and legs just sprawled out and outstretched. And after he hit the ground, his team, the, the men that were still in the car, they left him for dead. They thought he was dead. Uh, after they got back to town, uh, they reported the incident, and then a manhunt was began, and there was a media circus, and the men who witnessed the events uh, were accused of murder. They thought they had just killed him and left him there. Uh, they said they gave him polygraph tests, which they all passed. Uh, just before midnight, about five days later, November 10th, uh, one of the men received a phone call from Travis, uh, and, they, and he said that he needed help. And so uh, the man who received the phone call's name was Grant Neff, who was a friend of Travis. And he found Walton in a phone booth, and he was wearing the same clothing from five days earlier, and he hadn't shaven, and he was extremely distraught when they found him. And he went on to uh, describe his experience. He said the last thing that he remembered was being hit by the light. And when he woke up, he said he was on a reclined bed, and a bright light shone above him, and the air was heavy and wet. He was in pain and he had some trouble breathing. And then he said he was approached and surrounded by three figures. Uh, each of them was wearing orange jumpsuits. He described them as the typical grays. They said they were shorter than five feet, had bald heads, no hair. Their heads were domed and very large. They had the big eyes with not much white in them. And so he said that he did this... Um, I think he made these recounts under hypnosis, under hypnosis regression, uh, the memory regression technique that some, you know, some uh, therapist will use. And he said that there was another one, uh, another being that approached him and it had larger eyes than a human and they were golden color. And he remembered being gassed and then waking up in the gas station phone booth where they found him, uh, where he made the phone call. That's fucking crazy. If, if you watch, if you watch the film Fire in the Sky, I mean, it's changed a little bit, but it's from the, it's it's based off of those events, and it's probably one of the creepiest 
like alien abduction scenes in like any movie I've ever seen. It's oh, it's definitely. really fucking it's really fucking scary. I'm definitely watching it. It's a really know. cool movie yeah, though. Cool. Ron Pond had nothing to do with that one though. Mm. Who do you think um, found him in the fucking phone booth? Oh, yeah. Who do you think dropped him off? Probably found him in the woods. He's like, I get this boy to safety. <laughs> Fuck yeah, city boy. <laughs> Picked him up in his arms and yeah, trudged the pulled miles. off pulled off the sleeves in his on his flannel and said, "It's time for the put in the hard work." They did a they did a trace on the fucking payphone and his the number that he dialed was Ron Pond's. Yeah, <laughs> Ron fucking Pond. He called the first called uh fucking the Ron Pond hotline. Fuck yeah! <laughs> what, what's that number? I uh, I'm not allowed to say it on it. Oh yeah, it's uh it's classified. Yeah. No, no, five, 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 Ron Pond. As a as a classified <laughs> classified Canadian number. You right got to look up the area code to Nova Scotia, one, the Nova Scotia area code, Ron Pond. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Fits. <laughs> he's like he's Canadian Jack Reacher. We should we should actually just try and call that number. We'll do it. Is now. this Ron Pond? <laughs> try and call it. In the after, get this in after hours, we'll try and we'll try and call Ron Pond. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, fuck. Okay. Well. That's pretty much uh, the case file for this week. We got uh, um, Ouija board coming up, Hollow Earth coming up, case file 20. Those are our next two, and they're going to be good. Um, well, it's going to be huge. <laughs> Let's, if, Ron Pond, if we find out Ron Pond's deceased, I know who I'm asking questions to. Oh, my God. We got a lot of dead people to ask questions to. Yeah. We got a, Got fucking Untavaga? Yeah. Jack uh, Jack, welcome yeah, back. Fucking Jackie boy. Welcome to the pod. Welcome, welcome back, Jack. Jack Vega. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Ron- here. Don't haunt in the studio. <laughs> how's, how's Ron Pond? His first first question. Oh, yeah, Ron, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> he runs the show. Yeah. Well, it's fucking Ron Pond. Uh, follow us on Twitter. At uh, truth is out there. If you don't know, I'm not even going to have to spell it out for you guys anymore because... You guys know it. Yeah, fine. Uh, Facebook, Alien Theorist Theorizing. New website, alientheorist.com. Hit up our forums. That may or may not work. <laughs> they always work as a guest. Yeah. To maybe set up your own account with a picture and password and shit. Yeah, 50-50. Um, follow Dan on Twitter. Oh, don't forget to ask Dan all your questions. Hashtag Dan knows. Hashtag Dan knows. Hashtag Dan knows. Hashtag ask Dan. Um, Ask Dan questions at Dan Space Oddity or Odyssey. Yep, at Dan Space Oddity. At I will Dan answer him. Space Oddity. Uh, he answers all questions. Um, what's that What's that fucking newspaper girl that fucking always answers everyone's problems? Annie? Lois Lane. You know what I'm talking about? Abby? Abby? Dear Abby? Dear Abby? Abby. It's, it's Dear like Abby. it's hashtag Dear Danny. <laughs> That's right. And then you ask him all your, all your problems. He will answer all your problems. Um, you can follow Andrew on Twitter uh, at Ahab Medlab. Yeah, he doesn't really go on it though. So. No. Well, you did for well, a bit. Well, it, it's good. And yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> that's the pod for this week. Keep those eyes on the skies. <laughs> <laughs>